Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend, along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew. I am, of course, William Ammo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? I'm all right. You know, just chilling, watching the Met game. But um, thank thank you very much for coming on the show, as always. Yeah, no, t- no problem, man. And um, equally important... Um, I want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for watching another episode of uh, Sports Urban Legend TV. Uh, right, rather, I should say Sports Urban Legend. <laughs> you know, of course, I'm William Ramo. Uh We're going to talk about uh, the NBA playoffs and, um, you know, the, the, the Raptors currently having a, a 1-0 lead, best of seven, in the, the NBA finals. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how this impacts the upcoming uh, NBA um, NBA free, free agency. Um, we're also going to talk about the current state of the Mets, Yankees, and, um, you know, WWE and even AEW, which, you know, had their um, – um, they had their all-or-nothing, all or um, you know, event last week. And, of course, uh, you know – um, Dean Ambrose, now known as Johnny uh, Johnny Knox, uh, Moxley again, because that was his name before he he changed his name to Dean Ambrose when he joined WWE. We'll talk about that later on. But um, yeah, let, let's let's talk about um, let's talk about the um, the um, the, the Raptors, um, you know, winning Game One. And as you can hear, there's some you know fans you know excited. You know, in Toronto, <laughs> Toronto, Drake ain't the only one that's excited, you know. Um, apparently, the Raptors are the king of the north, you know, after that, yep. that winning that game one of, uh, of the finals, man, the first ever um, international game played outside of New York, uh, rather I should say American soil in the NBA finals. You know, the Raptors, you know, having the um, home field advantage, and they they did not disappoint, you know. They um they definitely um showed up, and they showed up big, just like uh, Ty Frazier just homered. If you're watching the Met game, that's are leading three nothing now. But um let, let's uh, let's get back to the to the the um the finals, man. Kawhi Leonard, man, you know he showed up, and, and the rest of the team they showed up. You know, obviously, you know they're they're battling against an all-time great franchise, the, the, the Golden State Warriors, a team that hasn't, you know, a, a team that hasn't made it to so many playoffs, like at least five um, NBA finals, you know, since, you know, the the um, Bob Cousy, Bill Russell teams from, what, 59 to six, 1966. So they're on, you know, rarefied air right now, the, the, the Warriors, man. They, they're trying to win three straight. Um, 
And uh, what was it? The, the four that they won four of their last five. They're trying to win five of their last six. But they have a little, you know, turmoil within them because, you know, their best player on the team, uh, Kevin Durant, everybody knows he's he has one foot, you know, out the door and one foot, you know, in uh, in Golden State. But unfortunately, he's injured, so both of his feet aren't planted on the floor. He's on the the injured list right now, and um, you know he missed. You know, he missed um, the rest of the the, um, the Western Conference Finals, you know, against uh, the Trailblazers. And, of course, he missed game one of the, um, of the um, you know, the NBA Finals. And he's questionable for game two. And, yeah, the, the, the Warriors, man, they got to they gotta win this. They got to win this game to, to even up this series, you know, because uh, the Raptors, they're looking really good right now, man. But um, you know, obviously, um, the Warriors. I still think the Warriors are gonna win in six. But Raptors did what they had to do. You know, they they defended their home court, and they beat the 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 you know, the favorites. You know, the Golden State Warriors. You know, so if they if they have a chance to win the the NBA Finals, they had to win Game One, and uh, for their sake. They better win game two, cause you know if Warriors win this game, they're back, they're you know they're back in the ball game. You know, uh, what's your what's your thoughts on the, the um, game one and the, the series so far? Oh um, man, game one was great. Um, you know, to Raptors, you know they came out firing. You know, and they played great defense. You know, I'm surprised that the game you know didn't end wasn't as close as it was. Because you know, Warriors looked a little, they, they looked a little rusty, you know, because they had that long layoff, you know, mm-hmm. after the uh, after the Western Conference um, Finals. But yeah, they looked a little rusty. They missed shots. Uh, Curry and Curry and Thompson were the only guys really scoring for them. So yeah, I mean, on the Raptors side, yes, Siakam. I mean, Raptors. The Warriors had no. They didn't. They didn't have anyone to stop him. You know, he did. Uh, with Kawhi not doing much, Siakam took over that game. I think he scored like thirty uh, something points. Yeah, thirty-two, thirty-two points, eight rebounds, and five assists. Yeah, I mean, he took control of that game. They had no answer for him, and uh, you know, Raptors played also good defense, and Gasol also. He was a major contributor mm-hmm. in that game as well. So overall, you know, Raptors played really well, and. You know, they did what they had to do. They defended their home court in this game one, and they're going to have to do it again tomorrow night in game two. Yeah, you you said it, man. Uh, you know, uh, Kawhi Leonard, he, he he only had 23 points, eight rebounds, five assists. But uh, Gasol, you, you got to give him credit. He had 20 points and uh, seven seven rebounds in the game. And they're going to they're gonna need an even better performance because, you know, Warriors are going are, are gonna to try to come back and try to avenge this. 118 to 109 uh, loss, and and um, you know like we said, Curry he only had 34 points. Clay Thompson, who was you know a pending free agent, um, he had uh, 21 points. Um, and, but uh, yeah, they they basically um, yeah they stopped uh, Draymond Green from 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 and um, 
and um, um, Iguodala from scoring. Um, you know, Iguodala only had six points. You know, Draymond Green, he had a triple-double, but he only had 10, 10, 10, 10, re- 10 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. So, you know, they, they really they really stopped them, you know. Yeah, so, they got to need definitely Thompson to shoot a little better. I mean, Curry played good. Curry played a, a good game. I mean, he scored yeah. over 30 points, made three points, but some of the other guys are going to have to step up. I mean, Iguodala, you're not going to get much scoring from him since he's known for more of his defense these days. And Draymond had a good – Draymond didn't have a bad game, but he got well, he some foul trouble. Yeah, yeah, he had yeah. triple-double. I mean, yeah. that's that's impressive. I mean, they just needed more – a little bit more scoring out of him. I mean, obviously he's not um, he's not a scoring – he's not like a – like, you know, one of the, the, the scoring threats, but, you know, he's one of the leaders of their team. You know, they needed him to – put up some more points, you know, especially game one of the, the NBA Finals. I think the Warriors need to play better defense. You know, they need to play better defense. They gave up a lot of open threes in the game and a lot of uh, transitional points. So this next game, they're going to have to do a better job defending the Raptors. Yeah, no doubt about that. No doubt about that. Um, but um, yeah, I, I think I think Warriors are gonna come back and win game game uh, game two tomorrow night. If they don't, then we're we're def- then we're definitely gonna have uh we're definitely gonna have a, a, a interesting series with the Raptors potentially being up uh you know two zero. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens um tomorrow night. Yeah. It's uh, gonna be uh, shipping out to be a great series. It sure is. It's already a classic. I mean, there, there's never been a, you know, a, 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 a NBA Finals in the what you call it, in, you know, in outside of New York, in, in Canada. So yeah, you know, this history is already being made. So either way you think about it, history is gonna be made. The Warriors are gonna either win their three peat or the Raptors are going to win their first ever title. So, yeah, for sure. So this is already a, a, a NBA classic. How far the series will go, we don't know. I think it's. I still think it's Warriors in six. You know, but yeah. we'll see. I still think the Warriors are going to win it. I mean, I think they'll put up a better effort in Game Two and uh, tie the series tomorrow night. Yeah. The only way I would think I, I think I, I'll think the Warriors will get eliminated is if is if they lose if they if they fall to a three zero hole, which I doubt yeah. that will happen. Because if they don't, let's say let's say they do lose tomorrow night, and then they they um they lose game three, you know at, you know in, in Golden State, uh, the Oracle Arena, then I'm then I'm really gonna be. I mean, obviously you have to be worried if you're down three zero, you right. know, so. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll definitely have a definitive answer next week. You know, um, uh, when we when we uh, do this next episode. But um, moving moving along, uh, the the Yankees, uh, they you know they're they're firing all on all cylinders. You know, they they won um, earlier today. Or should I say, um, they won tonight. They won yesterday night. You know they beat beat upon Chris Sale, Chris Sale, uh, uh, yes, last night. 
you know, they won final score four to one. And, uh, you know, the, the Yankees are, are doing pretty good, man. Uh, well, I mean, what's your, what's your thoughts? I mean, they won their, what, their ninth series, their ninth um, um, series in a row? First time since, what, 98? But um, uh, what's, your, what's your thoughts on the whole, the, the state of the Yankees right now? Yeah, they're playing real well. I was at the game uh, last night, my first ever Red Sox Yankee game, and it was great. And they uh, they won that game four to one. Uh, Yankee fans went crazy, and then went after after the game. They went to a club and partied hard. I was to find Dominican chicas in the club, but uh, that's another story. Um, and tonight uh, they uh, they win the game five to three. Uh, behind Gary Sanchez's two um, two one home run to put them up um, five to three, and they end up winning uh, their ninth series in a row, which they, like you said, haven't done um, since 1998. So you know they're playing very well right now, especially with guys like Stanton Judge and Didi Gregorius still out. And you know the the thing is with this team. And this is not a knock on the big guys who are out who hit home runs, but the guys who are in the lineup right now, you know, they don't strike out as much. I think mm-hmm. they're like top in the majors with less strikeouts, uh, and they make contact with the ball. You know, when it, whether it's a two outs or men on base, you know, they're gonna put the ball in play. And you know, when we put the ball in play, you know, there's a lot, there's a good chance that you're gonna score. And these guys like DJ LeMahieu and Ursula, you know, they make contact. And a lot of times it's good contact that leads to runs. And they've been doing that all year for us so far uh, during this winning streak. And, yeah, I mean, the Yankees right now, they're looking good. And they put the Red Sox, I think, nine and a half games behind. Tomorrow they could go for the sweep and put them ten games, ten and a half games behind. So, you know, the Yankees uh, just keep on. They, they, they just keep 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 on keeping on, yeah. Until the big guys come up, come back. So, yep. yeah. Hopefully, it continues. Mm-hmm. They gotta they gotta finish this series up. Yeah. And then next week they're gonna have the the subway series. Uh, you know, well not this week. Uh, well not this week that's coming up, but the week after that. Yeah, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, in a couple of weeks they're gonna have the subway series between Mets and uh, Yankees. Uh, oh yeah. And um, yeah, speaking of the 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 Mets, they've had they've had some they've had a, a a crazy week, man. Like they overall they're playing a lot better, but a few days ago, man, they had a I think it was Wednesday night. They had a the, their worst loss of the season. They were up eight, they were up eight to three. Like in the, the eighth inning, they gave up um, I think familiar. Gave up a run or two or so, made it eight to five, and I'm watching the game. I'm like, you know, the back of my mind, I'm like this is still a ball game. So when when um, Diaz gave up the first run, I'm like, oh shoot, this is a two run game, man. Um, he might blow this game. He gives up uh, the 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 second guy goes deep. I'm like, oh shoot, he's about to blow this game. The next guy. It's a, du- a double that looks like it almost went out from my memory. And I'm like, oh, boy, I know they're going to blow this game. And sure enough, the only out they got in the inning was basically 
um, a sacrifice fly to score the, the game-winning run because they had the bases loaded, you know, um, they had the bases loaded with the game already tied, um, I think, what was it, 8-8 uh, eight, eight at that point. And, you know, of course, they, um, Diaz gave up the, the sack fly for the only out of the game, but it it provided the game-winning run. And Diaz literally admitted that that was easily his worst start of his career, which, I mean, he ain't lying at all because that that was brutal. That was a brutal loss. And, um, you know, obviously Diaz gets gets the blame for for his for him coughing up the bit, but I'm gonna surprise you. I think the person who deserves the even bigger blame, if that's even humanly possible, is Mickey Calloway. And why do I say Mickey Calloway gets more of the blame? Is because this guy, he's arguably the worst manager I've ever seen. Like. I mean, I, it's not even close. This guy is literally a robot. I mean, I could predict ev- his every move that he's going to make. I could tell you that this this pitcher doesn't have it and he just goes into the well and he doesn't he he doesn't see that the person doesn't have it. And that's why all the pitchers that they have are 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 ending up on the IL because because he doesn't know how to manage a bullpen for a guy who used to be a pitching coach. A a a a great pitching coach with Cleveland, with with Kluber and um and Bauer and all those great pitchers, and and then th- this guy he used to be a pitcher himself. This guy even was a bullpen uh, uh, pitcher himself. I think he even I think he was even a teammate with with Dave Island, the pitching coach. Uh, I think in Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, you know when it was the Devil Rays back in the days. But he doesn't know. He does not know how to manage the. He does not know, know how to manage the bullpen. Like someone could someone could hit two home runs in one game, and guess what? He'll sit he'll sit that person because five days in advance he he planned to to give this person a day off. It doesn't matter if this person hit like ten home runs in in, in two games, which obviously that's that's practically mathematically impossible. That's a ninety nine percent chance that that could never happen. But he would still bench that guy because. He 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 doesn't he he just he doesn't he doesn't anticipate. He's not a strategist. He just reacts to what happens, man. And it's it's a joke, man. It's a it's an utter joke, you know. I mean, how he's how he's um running the bullpen and how he's running the team. I firmly believe that they had a, a decent manager, a decent manager who 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 who's, who's one tenth of a strategist a strategist more than he is. We would have been a 500 team. We would have been. We would. Have, we would. Have, no. We would have at least. We would have been at least over 500. We would have been at least within maybe a game or two of, of the 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 um the division, and, and and definitely the wild card holder at that point. Like this guy, man. I'm I'm sorry, man. He he's he's horrible. I thought they should have fired him before the season ended last year, and for them to bring him back. I mean, it just it just doesn't make any sense to me, you know. And if they fire him, they should they should um they should hire Buckshaw Walter because obviously you know he when he leaves a team when he when he leaves a team whether it was the the D backs or the Yankees they've always won right after he he leaves, you know, with Bob Brandley and and of course Joe Torre, um, 
and or the other the other good option is Joe Girardi. You know, because this guy he actually won the title with the Yankees, and two, he he won the Manager of the Year with the Marlins, and they had a sub five hundred team. Like, I mean, come on, like any of those two choices would be good would be would be great for me would be great in my opinion they cannot hire Jim Riggleman and they can't hire Dusty Baker because yes Dusty Baker is one of the best managers in the game but his in-game strategies are are are, are, are you know leave much to the, to the imagination as well so I wouldn't hire him either is he better than Jim Riggleman I mean infinite, infinitely better than Jim Riggleman because Jim Riggleman shouldn't even be on the team to begin with this guy's an interim manager for a reason when he's not a bench coach. So, uh, to me, to me, they should just get rid of the guy. And, by the way, the Mets are leading 4 nothing right now as we speak. Um, what would you like to say about this, Max? They've been playing well despite, you know, the bullpen blowing it. I mean, they're scoring runs. Uh, seems like uh, Alonzo is hitting a home run every day now. Yeah. But – They've been playing well except the bullpen. You know, they they've got to sharpen that bullpen up. Maybe you know, might have to wait till the uh, trading deadline, you know, to get some more guys to help out that bullpen. But I mean, they haven't been playing that bad over the last that's, week. That's true, but th- that that game, that Dodger game, left a, a bad taste in my mouth because they were they were dominating the Dodgers, and the Dodgers was like a, 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 a twenty games over five hundred. You know, Dodgers is one of the best teams in the National League, you know, one of the best teams yeah. in baseball. And they were shown that they were, like, in the, you know, in, in you know what I mean? Like, hey, you know, like, the the, the Mets was getting cocky. Like, you know, we're on the rise, you know. But, it, I mean, the way how they was acting, man, it was like they was cocky. Like, they were in 88. And, unfortunately, we know what happened that year, you know. <laughs> so... I mean, it just left a bad taste in my mouth. Other than that, have the Mets been playing better? Yes, they have. You know, they they um they they did lose. I think what three out of three out of four to the, the to the Dodgers. They should have won. They should have split the series. Well, actually, they could have even won the series because that game that they blew, the game that they blew, they should have won that game. And then the following game, I'm gonna say something I've never said ever. Well, this is the second time I said this because I I told my father this because he. He didn't see the, the, the rest of the, the – he didn't see the, the Vargas game on Thursday. I'm going to say something I've never said before. Vargas pitched – had a great game. Not a mediocre game. Not a horrible game. He pitched a great game. He only he, – he won seven innings. Yes, seven innings. For Vargas to go seven innings, he'd have to have four starts combined for him to reach seven innings. So, yeah, this guy was, was pitching last year. And sometimes – this year, though he has pitched a lot better this year, he's been he's been mediocre this year. But that last start he had against Ryu, man, he, that was his best start ever ever as a Met so far. You know, he went seven innings, he struck out five, um, and he allowed only one run. But they lost; they still lost to to the to the nothing, which shows you the Mets scored eight runs prior to that, and they lost. The next game, where if they would have scored three runs, they would have won that game. But no, they they didn't score anything, and they lost two to nothing. Vargas was a tough 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 luck loser, loser, you know that game. They did bounce back yesterday. Um, they held on to the lead five to four, you know. Um, but 
yeah, man, they 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 just that that Dodger game left a bad taste in my mouth. They they definitely gotta they definitely gotta this this they definitely gotta turn it around, man, for sure. They are leading for nothing right now as we speak. So that's well, yeah. They're on the verge of winning this series, so that should make you feel better. Yeah, but as you can see with other series, the Dodgers series, all you know, it ain't over until the, the twenty seventh out is recorded. You know, in the the you know within a ninth inning game. So we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see what we'll see if they can hold on to this lead. Hopefully, hopefully we will. Because if not, I'm gonna be talking about this uh, next week. But um. Yeah, shifting gears uh, back uh, to the uh, NBA quickly with the NBA, you know, the the pending uh, NBA um, free agency. Um, do you think if uh, Durant don't doesn't play Game Two or the rest of the series is going to tarnish his career, I, well, his 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 Warriors career up to this point, if he leaves, uh, if he doesn't play Game Two or if they lose Game Two. Well, if he doesn't, if he doesn't play, if he doesn't play game two, or or, or basically this whole series, let's say if he doesn't play the, the rest of the series, would it will it tarnish uh, his his uh, warrior career? Well, if he doesn't play the rest of the series, and they, and they lose, losing, then that you know you can make a case that they needed Durant for this finals, and then you know that could strengthen you know the the argument that you know. Whereas actually didn't need him, you know. Yeah. There all these naysayers saying, "Oh, they don't need him," you know. They 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 won a, a championship without him. So this the argument will be strengthened that they do need him if the, if he doesn't return and they end up losing. Now, if he comes back and you know they end up winning, then you know still gonna be just like nothing happened, just be normal, mm-hmm. you know. But um, if if he doesn't, I mean, if 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 for some reason they lose and he doesn't come back, I think he returns to Golden State. Yeah, I think if, so too. If he comes back and they, and they and they end up winning, then I could see him probably leaving. Yeah, I'm I'm just on the fence because I could see any scenario. For me, I'm 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 down with any scenario that's gonna make him leave and come to the, to the Knicks. Because it's just, yeah, either way you look at it, it's just like, you know, it's a black eye. You know what I mean? It's like he's damned if he do or damned if he don't, you know. If he if he comes back and they they lose, it's going to be like, well, he didn't really do anything. But if they win without him, then it's like, you know, they didn't really need him. Even though, obviously, he's one of the best players in the game. It's not the best player in the game right now, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like. I guess the, the 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 best case scenario for him would be for them to lose for them to lose game two and then he comes back and then they sweep the the other four. Yeah, to save them. Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, what can we say? We'll we'll just have to wait until you know what July thirtieth since uh the. To find out, you know, um, if he'll come here, I, or should, should I say June thirtieth, at the earliest. But um, 
yeah, we'll see with that. And and then Kawhi Leonard, man, he's he's definitely boosting his stock, you know. Um, if he gets his W right here in, in the you know in the NBA Finals, you know they, he wins the title. Oh yeah, if they win the title, they Toronto has to find a way to bring him back. You know? Oh yeah, hands down, hands down. But um, yeah. Lastly, let, yeah, let's let's shift to um, uh, you know, professional wrestling. Um, last week, you know, they had uh, AEW had the um their big um um double or nothing uh, pay per view event and. You know, after the the main event of um of the match where um Chris Jericho um defeated um his uh his rival Kenny Omega, um basically Dean Ambrose, now known as um uh uh John John uh, John John Moxley or Johnny Moxley, whatever you want to call him. He 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 um he he came out and um basically um um whooped both of their behinds and uh he um you know he hit the um dirty deeds I don't know what what they're calling what they're gonna call the dirty deeds now and then he um he um I think he fought a who, who did he he I think he tossed um Kenny Omega off the um off the um there was like this this platform with giant you know, um, casino chips, and he he basically hit that that the attitude adjustment. I think off of um, off of um, I think Kenny Omega. I guess showing a sign, you know, you know, sticking it to WWE, and then um, he also did an interview with uh, Chris Jericho. Um, recently, I haven't checked out the interview, but. A lot of people are saying uh, a lot of great things about the interview, and apparently, some WWE uh, superstars really want to leave WWE and go to um, AEW because you know how the backstage politics over there is um, insane. There's even I mean, one Sasha Banks might want uh, want yeah. to leave, but I hear she's gonna meet with Vince McMahon. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that she already met with him. And uh, apparently her 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 opinions haven't changed. She might not even come back. Will they talk again? I would assume so. But yeah, it's um yeah it's insane how you know Sasha Banks man she was you know part of the four horse women you know they were building her up and then ever since she you know she had the feuds with 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 Charlotte they were just so one sided you know when she wins. She could never defend the title back. She could never defend the. She could never win the defend the title in a in a um in a pay per view event. Like she'd win them on a on a Raw episode, and then when she has to defend the title, she loses to Charlotte. I mean, kind of it it kind of it kind of reminds me of the the Rock and Austin feud, like how Rock would always have the title, and then Stone Cold would find a way to to beat them, you know, for that title. It's like always so you know one sided, you know. Right. With these yep. feuds, which you should be more fifty-fifty-ish, you know. But nowadays, WWE, they their 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 booking is fifty-fifty booking for everything, whether whether they're jobbers or, or championships. So, because in their mindset, apparently, wins and losses doesn't matter, you know, which obviously doesn't make any sense. 
But um, yeah. Now ever since then, you know, you know Charlotte, you know she had the epic feud with Charlotte. But I think what really killed her career was when she was feuding with Alexa Bliss, and she was basic. She would win the title, I think, on Raw also. But then the pay per view event, she'd lose the title again. So it's like, you know, it's not just Charlotte. It's not. It's not just Charlotte. She's because you could have gave her a pass if she was just losing to Charlotte like that. But then she was losing to Alexa Bliss too. So it's like, man, she's a choke artist. You know, she's supposed to be the legit boss, but when it comes to the play, the you know. The the pay per views she loses it you know that's just bad booking on WWE part I mean the state the state of WWE is really 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 bad right now you know what I'm saying like they're giving us the the, the people we want as champions like Kofi Kingston long overdue Becky Lynch was the the um the Becky two belt I mean she's still the Raw champion Bailey Charlotte defeated. Becky, which is no surprise, even though I picked WWE not to be predictable, but obviously they were. So Charlotte beat Becky, which kind of ruined that feud because Becky Becky was actually getting the upper hand recently, and then they had to kill the momentum between her and Charlotte, you know. And then you know Bailey cashed in on uh, on um, Charlotte, which now Charlotte is now a former nine-time women's champion. You know, and uh, Bailey is the champion. So Bailey is the champion. Becky Becky Lynch is a champion. Kobe Kingston is a champion. Seth Rollins is a champion. But the way how they're booking these, these you know, the WWE, it's like they're giving us the, the winners we want, but the product is so bad. It's like, and the pay-per-view events are like so long. It's like, is it even worth it? Because you know, at the end yeah. of the day, there's gonna be some screwy dumb ending to the match. Maybe they'll it'll end in a draw or some lame lame finish. You you can't get emotionally invested to it, you know. And I think that's where AEW comes in with uh, you know Dean Ambrose jumping ship. They got Chris Jericho already. You know Kenny Omega is one of their top stars. And then here's one thing that could make them potentially take over WWE as a top wrestling company for maybe a year or two, not overall, because WWE is, you know, is the company when you think of professional wrestling, even though WWE doesn't consider itself a professional wrestling company anymore. They consider themselves sports entertainment. But um, one thing that would definitely go in their favor is if CM Punk came out of retirement and joined uh, AEW. I think that would definitely shift the tide. Oh, that'd be great. That would definitely shift the tide to um to to um AEW's favor, in my opinion. That'd be great. That I, it would be, because WWE needs to be shaken, man. Like, you know, what I mean, they haven't been shaken since the Attitude Era and the Monday Night Wars, and you know they they're making these fake these fake feuds like Sting versus. Sting versus Triple H, WCW versus WWE. No one, no one in their right mind was thinking that. Everybody was firmly behind Sting. Nobody was rooting for Triple H. You know what I mean? It's like only in Vince and Triple H's head is, oh boy, the, the last person in, in 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 WCW is going to go against Triple H. Nobody wanted to see that match. Everybody wanted to see Sting versus Undertaker, even though both of these guys are now 50 years old now. But 
we wanted to see that dream match. I mean, there is a dream match that are, that is coming up with Undertaker. He's finally gonna fight Goldberg. You know, at that um super superstar showdown, which kind of made me PO because they in the promo they said a dub a, a WrestleMania equivalent pay per view pay per view event. I'm like, come on. I know you want to sell the pay per view event. You know what I'm saying? Don't compare it to WrestleMania. Don't compare it to WrestleMania. Come on now. Let, let's be real here. Not even SummerSlam. SummerSlam is the closest thing to WrestleMania, but they've never said Summer. The only thing they say is like maybe it's WrestleMania of the summertime. That's the only thing that they've said that 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 could say it's close to a WrestleMania event. And we as fans are like, okay, we understand that it is, it is the closest thing we have to WrestleMania. But to say a, a, a glorified um, house show is a, is a WrestleMania caliber event. Come on now, let's let's be real here. Let's be real here. Come on. I know you think the fans are dumb because we shell out our money for your product and you just give us a watered down product. But come on now, don't insult our intelligence any any further. Yeah. It's and how many times is Randy Orton in tribulation to fight? I mean, come on, <laughs> it's been done. How many times? Come on, end that feud already. <laughs> when is the Super Showdown anyway? Uh, I think it's this Friday coming up. Okay, like at midnight or something. Nah, I think, I think early in the morning. Because oh. you know it's in Saudi Arabia, so you know their right. time is different than ours. The only match that interests me is um is the um Goldberg the Goldberg Undertaker match. Even though they're both you know past their prime, but you know it'd be nice to see how a match with them would be, which is what they should have did with Sting and him. But for whatever reason, they're not giving us that match. Or Brock Lesnar versus um Bobby Lashley. These are mat- these are dream matches that we should have saw. They they already blew it with Kurt Angle and and Dean, and Daniel Bryan. Both of these guys came out of retirement recently, and they still didn't even fight each other. They even had like both of the guys sit down and talk about how their how their imaginary match would be, and they still didn't even do it. Like I mean, come on WWE, you you ruined so many opportunities of dream matches that that never will happen. Ideally, Rock and and Shawn Michaels. I mean, there's so there's so many matches. Same Undertaker. I mean, like there's so there's so many matches. But when you put on Raw and SmackDown, what do you see? You see Brian Corbin fighting the same people over and over again. And guess what? He's gonna compete for the Universal Title against Seth Rollins because apparently they don't have no nobody else to put the to, to for him to compete against. And yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, co- coincidentally, um, I'm, uh, there's a I just turned to Viceland. I don't know if you have that channel or if you know you I don't guys have that channel. Um, but there's a wrestling documentary with former wrestling superstar MVP on it right now. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's another that's another guy who if AEW gets him, that would that would change the tide too. Where I mean, yeah. where is he now? Let me just for let me check right now quickly. Um, where is he? Let's see if I can find it quickly. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
Come on, come on. Uh, let's see. Let's see, where is this guy now? Um, da, 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 da. Uh, he's in he's in Ring of Honor. He's in Ring of Ring of Honor. I, I think they have a good relationship with AEW. So I mean, it's not mathematically possible he could. I guess fight in a match with them. Yeah. But um yeah. So yeah, if he if he him and uh CM Punk goes goes over there, man, that that would definitely turn the tide. Yeah, that's because a lot of these WWE guys are, are um are, are jumping ship anyway. But um what was I gonna say? Um do you have anything you'd like to say? Uh, just check out my show Saturdays at 10 and come back here check out Sports of Legend every 11 on your box up radio. You're the man. Check out Sports of Legend every um, Saturdays at 11 and, and of course check out my YouTube channel Sports of Legend TV and of course check out IMAX um, every um, every Saturdays at 10. He's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo and I'll see you guys next time. Peace everybody. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.